0: Welcome back to one on one with Miss Kia episode three. I am Miss Kia. I have two wonderful guests one guest from the past. Um, I have Miss Jasmine and Miss (laughs) Bree. Also before we get started. I feel as if I have to make a PSA. Mona Scott count your fucking (laughs) days. I feel as if and I've been talking to Mia about this. I keep calling Mia a witch because the tongue is powerful. And that's my PSA. So retrograde's coming up. Oh fuck! I feel like if you speak a name, niggas just pop back on up. And I feel like every opportunity here in Pittsburgh is for Mon- Mona Scott to come out with her camera, and I'll be like, "Am I getting punked?" That's I was literally about everything's to say that. just <laughs> been aligning. I've been like giggling. People probably think I'm crazy. You ever seen that? Um, it's not a gift, but the video of Whitney Houston just, just laughing. <laughs> yes. That's literally me just at my desk at work lately. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want anybody to be popping up, just don't Don't, say their name. Forget about them. Burn a letter or something like that. Burn a book. Because niggas are popping up. It's rebranding season. It's warm out for now. It's starting to warm up. COVID don't exist no more to people. It still exists for me. Don't think that um, this is an advertisement to think that COVID doesn't exist. It does indeed still exist. But I feel as if a lot of people are rebranding and regrouping. And I'm here to let you know. Like I said to the girls earlier, the North never forgets. So I I remember I was here. What did they say? I was here in the gym. <laughs> I was shooting in the gym. <laughs> that made me sound <laughs> very <laughs> Um, But I was shooting in the gym. Remember that. I and um, <laughs> I, was, I was here when the shit was popping off. So doesn't mean that you have altered your features within yourself. Mm. I do not believe in rebrand season. So that is my PSA and... Yeah, Jasmine, how are you today? I'm good. I'm feeling good. How are you? You know, I, you know I, <laughs> I'm I. chilling. Everything, I wake up every single day, I've been saying like mantras. Like, today I woke up and I was like, I am the luckiest girl in the world. I deserve everything and everything's going to happen my way. I love that. Yeah. So I'll try to switch it up every day. just to, They said before you look at your phone, like, you know, turn off your alarm and everything, but don't look at your phone. Just say mantras and start off your day. So I've been having a lot of good luck that. lately and i will start that tonight yeah you have to do it mm. i have CH every day i blow cinnamon i do all my little other things all the who do i love that and whatnot but i am just very thankful a lot of new things and opportunities are coming up and i'm just staying out the way Not i'm just, just enjoying my time alexis J. Yeah, you know who alexis johnson and she works for vice and she used to live here I in see. Pittsburgh, and she had a show but um, she has um a segment on Vice now. Hmm. She had asked, she had tweeted the other day and was like, "Is it really fun to be in your thirties? It how is?" And I'm like, "I'm having the time of my life. I mean, I had fun in my twenties, but I feel like now in my thirties, it's just." It's more fun when you have more money to do things, exactly. one, and you learn
1: a little bit. Because my 30s are fun, but, like, my 20s, like, I, I did more, but I was really fucking stupid,
0: so. I was down yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> I made it out of there. <laughs> I'm serious. But now I know what my little conditions are called now, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm not afraid to express myself in, like, certain ways. I'm standing up for myself. It's more fun. I love that. So, you know, I'm just letting the, let the blessings, what that little girl said, the blessings, mm-hmm. come down, so.
2: Much deserved.
0: Yeah. I love that.
2: How are you, Brie? I'm doing
0: good. Like I was saying in the first recording. I'm not going to say what happened in the first <laughs> recording. This is their second
2: recording.
0: I mean, what the actual... <gasps> uh, life. Life, helped. life. Mm-hmm. Um, Brie was on one of our first, like, I think like 10 episodes. Maybe, maybe I dare I say under the 10th episode. Oh, I goodness. feel like you were like one of our earliest guests, too. And that was back in like 2019, so... And whoa, well, this time
2: change. If y'all go back and listen to that episode then. then, then.
0: Right, now you <laughs> got, got a baby, you're though. married. Life is crazy. You yeah, got a whole two year old, about to be yeah, two. Yeah,
2: in May. And he is, he's a, already. <laughs> a teenager already. Oh, teenager. That's crazy. Really yeah. that. mm-hmm. He runs the household, we do not. As a Gemini I should. Right. He's not a Gemini. He's not? Yeah. He's a Taurus. Taurus. What's his birthday? May 12th.
0: Oh. oh, he was supposed oh. to be a Gemini, a Gemini. He
2: was but to a Mama one. wasn't having that, but then well, he ended up being a Taurus, and my mom's a Taurus, and like, they're best friends, though. Oh,
0: God. Wow, I love a Taurus. Me is a Taurus. Shout out to me and Rochelle. But yeah, yeah. Jazz, you just said you was okay. How else are you doing? Like, um, And is this your first podcast? It is. Actually, no, it's not. It's my second one. As a guest? Is it your first time being a guest on a podcast? Yes. No,
1: no, no, this is my second time being a guest on a podcast. Like, I don't run them, but I was on... One of my friends from college, he had one, um, like, 2019 he was doing it, and I was on his. That's cool. And it was actually really fun.
0: It's really not that scary. It's very, like, I don't do all the video stuff like everybody does. I think I need to get hit with the times, but I feel okay. like it's less pressure. No. If, you're, like, the camera's not in your face, you can just, like, talk more and be more right. expressive without... It. Maybe i'll do that like in the future but That'd right now i'm keeping it pretty i'll cut my hair for that if yeah mellow you know and also too is expensive as fuck and mm-hmm. beyonce so beyonce said fuck everybody i'm not gonna end up like telly swift and what's the other girl's name scissor mm-hmm. so she put everything did you sign up for the pre-sale
1: well i didn't think i was gonna go
0: i do love beyonce but it's just like i'm not like a A diehard, which is okay. i am not one of them fans that are going to be like, you're going to hell. (laughs) not going to get the behind on me. No, what they did was they separated like all the cities into different like tiers. Mm. So there was like A, B, and C. And then Pittsburgh is like the third tier. So she announced it at the top of the month, like the first day of Black History Month because she's a marketing queen or Blue Ivy is a marketing queen. (laughs) And our tier, um, we'll get our pre-sale. That doesn't Mm. mean all general sales. It's just the pre-sale. So that closed up. They were supposed to keep it open longer, but they closed it because so many people signed up. Oh, damn. So you'll get your pre-sale code, or they'll let you know if you made the waiting list on Sunday for Pittsburgh. And then the 20th on President's Day and we're off. Thank Jesus Christ. Thank the Lord. Um, you can buy the ticket if you get the pre-sale, but it doesn't mean that you won't have an opportunity to get mm-hmm. the ticket. And for my Affirm girlies, Affirm takes ticket master. So if you need to go on a little payment plan. Okay. A firm takes Ticketmaster, and she didn't want to end up like Taylor Swift because what I saw with the whole Taylor Swift, that thing, was and insane. This, disgusting, twelve thousand dollar tickets. Yeah. And I don't bang with Taylor Swift. I never have, but I like I secretly know the songs. Because yeah, I know like a
1: couple, but I'm not like going to be trying to get like I know people from like where I
0: coach at. They were hounding to get these tickets and spent like thousands of dollars. No, I'm not doing it. And Crazy. with Beyonce. You can resell your ticket, but you can't resell it for a higher value. You can only resell it on oh. Ticketmaster. Oh, okay. So whatever price you bought your ticket for, if you got it for $200, that's what you have to sell it back. I feel as. like it's
2: that way like because they are the reseller. Like, they are the like you think mm. you're reselling it to someone, but, like, you're buying it from them, and then you're reselling it. Exactly. To like, yeah. That's so. wild.
0: So I'm hoping to get in there. I have a little budget. Mm-hmm. I have to see I haven't seen Beyonce since. They used to have like a summer jam thing here back in the day in Pittsburgh, like mm-hmm. early 2000s. And she came here with Destiny's Child. It was like, that was the last That's the last time I ever seen it. was like her. I forgot. Who, I, that was the only person I can really remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's amazing. amazing. My friends went to go see her and they said it was the best concert they've been to. But they're a huge Beyonce like, oh no, I'm a diehard. Yeah. Yeah. Mia said they went to go see her for formation here and it didn't sell out. So she thought Beyonce was never going to come back. Oh. So the whole time, but she's doing arenas. Yeah. Tell you Beyonce's going to retire. This yeah, is it.
2: That's why I was like, I've never because I'm actually not a diehard fan. Of,
0: and it's Jay I'm a
2: Jay Z fan. Everybody knows that though. But I, I kind of had that feeling like I don't know if she'll be doing this anymore. So I was like, maybe I want to go this time. But I'm not paying no four hundred dollars for a ticket. I'm not paying three hundred dollars for a ticket. I so. think they
0: said like good range tickets, like the general admission ones. Um, you can get them for like sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. So I think there's going to be, like, I honestly think she has a say-so in everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like she made, like, affordable tickets and then certain levels and, like, tiers of everything where everybody can enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never been high up in Hinesville before. I don't even think. I
2: yeah. I don't
0: think I've ever been. just that terrible. I don't think I've ever been to Hinesville because the last time I went to a Steelers game, I was little. And it was still the Three Rivers. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So I've never been to, I don't even know the new name of it.
2: I can't pronounce it. okay
0: I can't pronounce it. it. I don't know. I call it. Yeah. It's so. I mean, that's what Beyonce said. It is yeah, so, on her website. So that's what it is. Exactly. Whatever she says. Goes. Yeah.
2: No. To me, it's not bad. I mean, of course, you want to sit closer. <clears throat> of course, you want to be closer. But it's not. It's not bad to me. Like I'm. I'm the type of, you know, consumer or fan that I could go and be a pie and Like okay, I'm in the building. Right. That's cool. Right. You know That's so because even huh? when we went, I mean, I know it's not high in feel, but even when we went to see Travis Scott, I mean, we weren't up like super super high, but we were at kind of, PPG, we still could see at PPG, yeah, 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 so PPG
0: at that yeah. point in time, it was PP, yeah. Right? yeah, that was so yeah, great. I was at yeah. that
1: show, yeah, <coughs> yeah, we our seats were actually really good and mm-hmm. we didn't pay a lot for it at all.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I think I paid, we were like in the first little rows like near the stage we weren't in like the pit mm. we had a chair to sit in we paid like a hundred bucks oh wow so we were able to see that little wraparound thing that he did like yeah. we could like touch it essentially that's oh, how like wow. close we were to the thing i wasn't getting them in the pit them kids like the mosh yeah. We yeah. Were
2: looking at I i'll know. never ever For i'll 90s, never, I will never me that. and Bree <laughs> some four
0: years ago 2019 was the start of just some shit mm-hmm. but um we went to roll it loud i'm almost six three Bree, wet is at least 5'2", maybe. I'm
2: 5'4". Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's um, be clear. <laughs> but we went to Rolling Loud, and the day that I... Because Cuddy, that's initially why I really wanted to go. Yeah. But Cuddy was a headliner for the day. So the beginning of the day was Meg the sound before she like got super, super big, and they weren't turning up for me. But it had rain, it was like... Something had happened, a hurricane was coming, I don't fucking know. But something was happening where they had to push back everything. So we went through... Make the stallion, Little Nas X when he only had Old Town Road. He premiered Panini at that event. Dmx, that was
2: Aww. great. That was yeah, great. we got to, got to see Dmx. Yep. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. um, Little Pump, and then this is where it gets scary. So they're just like Little Uzi Vert, Playboy Cardi, and then um, Cuddy was going on. Oh god, I've never ever in my life have experienced grown men like, fangirling over. Like, I've never, like, seen it since, like, the early 2000s mm-hmm. to see, like, these dreadhead, lockedhead. Like, you know how my niggas in Miami be having their hair locked up. Everybody shut the fuck up for little Uzi. Look at his drip. Check his... But even before uh, that, literally, me and Brie were just picked up by the wave of people. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Oh, that gives me anxiety. And Ugh. it was just a wave. And, like, because we were right in the front. We were, like, near... cause. Of course, like, I've always been in the front for Cuddy. Right. This was the time where I'm like, I'm at the age where I'm just going to be, be getting VIP. Mm-hmm. I can't be in the pit because yeah. that was so overwhelming. Like, I had to latch on to Brie and, like, pull her out of there. They were, like, yelling at us. They are like, if you couldn't handle the pit and I'm... I'm an emo girl. I've been in the pit. I've been you to fucking been. shockwave shows, gotten kicked in the face, warped tour, <laughs> oh God, terror yeah. shows, like terror shows, <laughs> slipknot shows. I am that girl. So you can't tell me. Right. It was even more overwhelming than that. I've have never have experienced anything like that. it was like, like
2: 100 degree, Like it was just, it was Hot. Just too much. It was too much. Oh, May in, in Miami. had to get like pulled out of the crowd and put up like security and stuff because yeah. they were passing That's out. And then yeah.
0: moshing, that was the only opportunity you would have to get out of there. Or to have some type of freedom and then fights and then the drinking. Mm -hmm. It's Miami. Right. Kids, this is the first time kids are allowed to like be out and about. They're selling weed. You know that shit. So never again. Will I? I'm paying for. I'm at the age. If I can afford it, yes. For somebody like like a luxury, I would like to be able to sit down. Mm -hmm. Now for Beyonce, I'm trying to get Club Renaissance. (laughs) It might be different. I I am. I've been saving for Beyonce, but it might be different for Pittsburgh. I'm praying. If not, I would like to be... I been in, I would like to see her. I want to have an nice experience. Is that
2: the stage? Like how she said the That stage. little yeah.
0: outskirt thing, but it has like a private bar. Oh, that's all that fine. kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, save up for that. That will be worth it. I yeah, think. I, I've i been saving up to for me, that. To me, that's okay. That's an experience. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like,
2: that's experience. You would pay that if you were going on a trip to Punta Can or something like that. That's right. an experience. So,
0: like... To me, it's Beyonce. Beyonce. And I like I said, I genuinely feel like this is her last hurrah yeah so that'll be fun I i'm excited that i'm excited for pittsburgh hopefully people don't act like a goddamn fool mm. and ruin our chances to get her greatest hits tour i think she'll do something with jay i think she'll go on another on the run and then it's blue ivy's turn <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. the manager i'd love to see her in like vegas or something I, yeah i think she'll
0: do something like that too. Oh man, that makes me think of lovers and friends that sold out in one day. Damn. The thing with uh, the R and B groups mm-hmm. and like Chris Brown all them. Yeah. Yeah. So one day.
2: Well speaking of events, Bri, you have
0: an event. <laughs> coming yes. up Saturday. Uh,
2: this Saturday, um, I don't have my phone for the address but um Oh, thank you. Yeah. This Saturday having a black girl beer share. Um, well, bottle share. It used to be a beer share, but I feel like a lot of us women, we don't drink a lot of beer. So we open it up to like ciders and wines and things like that. It's completely free. Um, you are encouraged, recommended, which is like really, really, really close to the tip of required <laughs> to bring like a bottle or a four pack of your favorite beer, things like that. Um, of course, if it's, you know, black owned woman owned, the better. But um, if not, that is OK, too. And yeah, we just get together, have a good time, network with each other, and yeah, it's a nice, happy, safe space. Sometimes men, allies, they do come, um, but they mostly come and they give us some bottles and stuff, and they say hi, and they leave. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Period. It is at 7800 Susquehanna Avenue, number 404, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Again, that is at 7800 Susquehanna Avenue, um... Unit 404? Yes. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's a
0: Gallantown event. That's a cute little advertisement. Yes, it is
2: a Gallantown event. <laughs> that is
0: cool. So yeah, if you have, if you're free from 1 until 4 mm-hmm. on Saturday, it's going to be at TSE Labations. TSC labations.
2: I mm-hmm. love
0: that word. Labations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My list comes out every time I say it, Labations. <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> well, by the time that I release this recording, um, I'm having an event March 16th. At Google, um, I can finally announce the panelists and everything. So we're gonna have Inez, um, Mia Marshall, Kat Burns gonna be the moderator, we're gonna have Kenya Matthews and Lee from the um Equal Impact. And um, yeah, we're gonna just be talking about black women here and how they pursue their businesses here based off that article that came out in 2020. Um, remember the article that came out and it was saying how Pittsburgh is the most unlivable city for black mm-hmm. women based off like death rate, job rate. And I just wanted to give, I know everybody's experiences living in Pittsburgh, especially if you've been here for five plus years or if you mm-hmm. came from a different city or if you like, you know, relocated here, like came back from other parts of whatever that you had those days where you're like, I fucking, I can't fathom yeah. Pittsburgh. I'm over it. I'm ready to go before that point in time because the rent is affordable here. Right. And it's, you know, you can start your business here you can thrive. So I'm trying to uplift, especially black women here and fems here, to let them know that you can have a successful business here. You can thrive. You can find a tribe of people that will support your events and things of that sort. So I picked people that are just in all different spectrums. And I just want to uplift the people and let them know that you can achieve certain things. So by the time this episode is out, if you go to the link in my bio... Um, you have to fill out the form, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but, like, if you are, if you don't have proof of vaccination, you cannot come in, we're not allowing testing, that is not my rule, that is the Google standard. Um, but if you cannot come, do not sign up. <clears throat> I have a, a cap for a certain amount of people, and i want to give everybody the opportunity to come. This is my first event that I am throwing there. So, so if you can't come to this one, don't sign up, but I am. As long as this goes well, I'm sure I'll be able to have some more events there. But it's just going to be black. I love that. So I'm very excited. It's going to be March 16th. Go to the link in my bio or if you just follow Girls Running Shit, it's right at the very top. Just fill out the form and we'll see you March 16th with our little hors d'oeuvres at Google and Bakery Square. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people never.
2: Women's History Month too. Mm -hmm. And it's also Mm -hmm. Women's
0: History Month. That's why I just curated an all black um, panel of just women. I love that that's it so come and network make sure to bring your business cards because google employees will be there so you never know who you can bump into and then also the panelists itself and the people that are attending i feel like the majority are going to be young entrepreneurs and i mean i own a business and i still work and right brie owns a business you you're doing your chair thing so excuse me come and network and yeah so hopefully i see you all there it's gonna be super fun so leading into me saying your chair thing, I have never had anybody like sports related, and I do consider chair as a sport. So I don't. I know that's probably especially back in the day that was like a whole big debate when oh, we were sure. like growing up, yeah, and stuff. But like, how did you? So are you a Pittsburgh native? Mm-hmm. Where are you
1: from? Before anybody says some bullshit, I am from a but I'm from the part of McKeesport Keysport that is um has clean water and is um. Don't do that. <laughs> yes, I am from McKeesport, um, but I started cheer. I went to a Catholic school literally my entire life. Like, my last two years of school, my junior and senior year, I went to McKeesport. But leading up to that, I was a Catholic school girl. And I started cheering because my childhood best friend's older sister would make us do cheers. Mind you, like, I was not exposed to that. Like, that wasn't happening around me. Like, I grew up in like that. Projects and like my little hood friends was outside doing steps and stuff and I was just like doing it with them I didn't know shit about cheerleading until I started hanging out with my little friend and um, when you were in fourth grade you were allowed to try out for the team and I remember I tried out and my mom was waiting for me in the parking lot like did you make it and I was like yep and I haven't stopped since so (laughs) I know so but when i did it it was we cheered for like obviously like the little basketball team at our school but we were competing and that's when i got my first taste of like competitive cheerleading and then the school that i went to were really good and we won all the time so like i didn't do like i was the only child for until my brothers came um but i was the only child for 14 years so it was just me and my mom and i really i tried like softball and i hated it and i was just like very much into like video games, like I would just stay in a crib and play Mortal Kombat all day, and I wasn't girly. We can play oh, you got it. Yeah. I oh, we it good.
2: I have, <laughs> I have the
0: uh, Switch. It's on my Switch. Oh, but oh hell I'm yeah. sorry. No, you're good. Fuck some Mortal Kombat up. But um,
1: yeah, I wasn't exposed. I wasn't really a girly girl at all. Like it was just I was rollerblading. And I was like getting falling down the hills and shit. Like I was a little dirtball. Right. Ball. And now I'm a cheerleader, and we were winning. And that was my first experience with like, oh, it feels good to win something. And then it just kept happening and then like when I we first lost I was like oh I don't like this so it made me like want to be better and then that's how that started and here I am now I'm a coach I've been coaching for 13 years Fuck. I know that's crazy
0: I know now through chair my like because I only played ball Mm -hmm. or I was like in track or I did volleyball and stuff like that Mm I never I tried out for the chair team one time and like 10th grade just to see if yeah. I would make it because I played every sport year yeah. around. Now, I know I faced certain things based off like the environment and the area mm-hmm. that I grew up in, but you never really see a lot of black girls doing that. And I only saw that because of Bring It On. Yeah. When did that come out? Like 2000? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So that was yeah. the only time I've ever seen, and outside of like being in Pittsburgh, because I would have went to Woody High. Mm-hmm. So I had an older cousin, and then I would see that on the weekends, but then Bring It On you know, bring it on came out and stuff yep. like that. So that was like the first time I was really exposed. I thought it was like a white girl thing, yep. like, you know, to cheer and stuff like that. You never really saw Absolutely. representation outside of like gymnastics. Right. And I've always like separated the two sometimes because we had Dominique Dawes yep. and like all those girls back in the day. And I like idolized them, but like cheering, yeah. I never really saw.
1: There wasn't anybody. No, no, not at all. And like, Mind you, I went to a Catholic school. I was maybe one of five black kids. And then when I went to Sarah, I went to Sarah Catholic, which is a really small um, Catholic high school in McKeesport. And I got, I'm not Catholic, but I they asked me to come there on a cheerleading scholarship because they had a really good team that competed. And the I did all-star, all-star cheerleading, which is like AAU of cheerleading. It's like a private-owned business. And when that started, they invited me to be on that team. And they also coached Sarah Catholic. So they're like, well, you're gonna to come to Sarah. I was literally the only black girl on my team, so mm-hmm. I. But cheerling was what I knew. But obviously, like this is when like I'm. How old at, were you by then? I <clears throat> was when I went to Sarah. Yeah. Um. How old were you when you were a freshman? I don't know. Like, 15? like fifteen. Yeah. 14, 15. Yeah, but even prior to that, I was still the only like there was one other black girl on the team, but then she was older than me, so she then it was just right. me. Right. Um. But when I went to Sarah, it was just me, and I was with girls that I cheered with at my grade school, but everybody's, like, we're growing up, everyone's looking different now. And, like, I only stayed at Sarah for two years because, like, all my friends went to McKeesport. sport, right. And I started making other friends with other people, like,
0: people that looked like me. And you're tall too. You're literally labeled the stallion in my phone. Oh, really? Period.
2: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, I just
0: went to the
1: doctor's, and I guess I'm. I guess you shrink at a certain age. I used. I was like, where five nine is at, and five ten. I'm right here in the middle. And I swear to God, I was at least. I was like five eleven in high school, and I was was just like starting to shrink. I was like, wait, what? And I was like, do it again. I'll do it again. Let me me take my hair off. No, but um, yes, I am tall, and I'm a thicker girl, and I was bigger when I was younger. Like I. I didn't like to, I mean, I'm very curvy and hippie now, but I didn't have that back then. I was just a tall girl with big boobs and i had baby fat, now. like, and I was a cheerleader. And, like, when people look at me, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you're a cheerleader. Like, yeah, you play basketball, which I did, and I did track. So I did other things, but, like, cheerleading is my passion. Right. Um. I didn't cheer in high school when I I left Sarah because all my friends were at McKeesport, and I'm like, Mom, I really want to leave. There's, like, black boys there and, like, yeah I'm trying to bounce and then really? um, I chaired my senior year at McKeesport but then I went to Slippery Rock I didn't cheer there because I was just trying to party I didn't know you went to Slippery Rock I
2: sure did you graduated from there hmm I didn't know that yes I did I'm ah. girl. So. did you graduate in, what year did you graduate uh,
0: 2011 Okay, did not
1: know that yep
0: because I used to go to Super Rock all the time. Uh, yeah, Cause oh, yeah. Because I went well, to Edinburgh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, there. Yeah, yes. we went to, like, party there every once in a while. I'm surprised I didn't bump into
1: you. Yeah, so I did not cheer in college, and then I came back home to the gym that I grew up in, and I started coaching there. And then I quit and left that gym in 2020, and now I'm somewhere else. And this is my third year with this gym.
0: No, I mean, has it ever been brought up, like being black while you're cheering? Have you ever, like... Mm. Was there ever, like, a breaking point for
1: you? I think that with, like, my surroundings and people kind of, like, not frowning upon what cheerleading is, but they're, like... They look at me and assume, like, not only because I'm black, but, like, my physical, like, I'm tall, I'm thick. No one's gonna be, like, you flip over and you throw... Like, you do that and you're really into it. And I'm like, well, yeah, but then also, like... The kind of person I am, like, I've always been like labeled as like a what do they call it? like whitewashed black girl, yeah, you know, that's what they like to say. Too. But you're black, there's right. no white, Thank nothing you. about it, correct. So, but I that's all I was, I thought that's all I was exposed to. Like, I didn't have, I wasn't like friends with like my neighborhood girls, like, I would just see them, but I wasn't like hanging with them. I was at Rebecca's house on the weekends, and we were doing cheers and shit. Yeah, I know, like, yeah. Um, so I also. I think it was more of like an internal thing because the gym that I used to coach at, predominantly white. I was the only black coach. And like, I remember going to a competition in DC and there was this all black gym there. Like, I love this gym. They're from like Atlanta. And they were there. And I'm walking by with like my little tribe of 30 kids behind me because my team's about to perform. And they're all looking at me like, sister, do you need help? Like blink twice if you need help. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think that was more like an internal thing. And I, I don't feel like, because I'm black that I have to coach at like an all black gym or a what black coach. Would you want gym. to? It, it doesn't, honestly, it doesn't matter. I'm happy where I'm at. There are so many black girls at my gym and it just makes my little heart burst. And, and I'm sure that helps. Because I' you the only
0: black coach at your... There's
1: um, one of my <laughs> other friends that I coach with, she's biracial. But um, there's so many black girls at this gym and they are thriving. Not because they're black, but it's because they're in an But environment. I'm sure like, seeing yeah.
0: you gives, like, I mean, that's mm-hmm. representation. Yeah, and
1: that's super important. Especially
0: around here in Pittsburgh. I mean, it is whitewashed. It is. And to see that you're thriving, you're able to maintain it, and you've been doing it. It's not like... Because I've met coaches where they haven't even done the sport, really. Yeah. It's not about their life. They just, they're physical, like, you know, they're physical so they can do certain things so therefore right. they get hired. Right. And to know that you've been doing this, like, the majority of your life, I'm sure, and you can mm-hmm. relate to them as well. Because I'm sure there's more white girls and mm-hmm. black girls, but I, I don't know, looking at your stories and stuff like that, they seem so connected and so mm-hmm. nice, and you only see, like, the drama side and chair. I feel like, because they have all those shows you know on netflix and stuff and then okay. not that it's close but fucking abby lee miller mm-hmm. she's still with us yeah she's she's not dead but she's, she's like okay no i think i think she's her. i think
1: she's sick and i think that her day's place <clears throat> is being turned into like a car wash or some shit damn some, some random
0: shit i heard <laughs> that comes out too quick she, but i only she, saw is she I, i'm just making, cause I knew she was sick yeah. i'm so sorry abby you're <laughs> listening abby. abby pittsburgh native abby <laughs> that wheelchair yeah. scene is iconic mm. that lady mm-hmm. smacked her or whatever did, like, did something she just, and she yeah. zipped back to the police station mm-hmm. yeah but I didn't I don't want to be rude but that's my, the only thing I really had like that representation was like seeing that and I saw mm. how they treated it. the black girls real. Camilla yeah. and Jojo
1: and Nia all the I mean, are not black but it's like it's like that but it's more drama with like like there's scandals I'm sure like the show on Netflix Cheer is yeah. very very relatable to what I do like the kind of cheerleading I do and there was this big scandal with one of the most popular, like, people on the show who, like, everybody just loved and adored, mm-hmm. who happened to be a gay black man, um, and started to get all this recognition, get all these, like, endorsements with cheerleading. Like, that's the thing. You can make money in cheer with, like, it's a whole different world. Like, there's celebrities is what we call them. And, like, these people see these, these kids see these, like, idols and they, like, go crazy for them taking pictures. They're getting Varsity, which is like a company, uh, own, like a cheerleading right. company. It's uniforms and competitions. Money's there. And, like, he was starting to get it. And he, um, these young boys came out and told that he did some... Yeah, been, I heard, yeah. and that yes. always happens that way. Yeah, and it's and it's not a secret. It's happening.
0: It happens a lot in cheerleading. I'm sure. Yeah. Don't with children, it's not a secret. And everything and thinking yeah. that you're under certain protection because you're around. I see. I feel like you're never. I never see you out. I feel like it, this must be like heavy season for competition. It is, and you're always at Disney. and I'm jealous because I've never been. <laughs> I and it seems like you're gone all the time. It.
1: Well, I try to. I coach two teams, and my one team that I coach, we won the Super Bowl of cheerleading two years ago. So like, we're trying to like redemption season because we did not win last year. They didn't. I didn't coach that team last year, but we didn't even make finals. Like they missed up by like point .1. Oh wow. And that was very devastating after winning prior. So now we're back, and the team is unreal good, and. It's coached by me and the other, the biracial girl. Yeah. And it's just, that's really cool too because I've never, one, I never had a black coach growing up and I've never been around people that look like me. Mm -hmm. So now I have all these little girls that look up to me and I want them to feel like if they want to be a coach one day, they can do it because they saw Jazz do it. They saw Shanna do it. Like,
0: that's what I want. That's so many opportunities and stuff like that. You could go off the chair Mm -hmm. and get like I said, it's a sport. I never understood it when people were like, It's not a sport like And my friend sport. Kristen, she um she's really she was like big and gymnastics. She was like the chair um like she was always on varsity she was always the captain and stuff mm-hmm. like that and from that point on and she could do every sport she didn't play no she played volleyball mm-hmm. but i feel like i'm like if you're cheering you're doing this i feel like you can play all sports absolutely i've never met a chair per- like anybody involved in chair that wasn't like versatile in other sports mm-hmm. or other things yep so if you can do all the flips and dip- i can't even do a fucking cart though and i'm athletic as hell i played sports like yeah i, I can't do a flip i want to go to um is it urban air? Not urban air, but the little, with the trampolines. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do a flip yeah. to save my life.
1: So, I can still do them. I don't know how, but I can still flip my body over, which is weird. I can't. I'll be hurting for a week, but I can still do it. But, you know. But, you need time to let stuff. I haven't in a while, but I can Like, I can throw my body over. But I honestly, there's things coming up. Like, my niece will be one soon. Like, I want to be here for these kind of things. So, I'm going to just sit my ass right on down. You got one time to fall, and that's it. I got one
0: time. Not us being in our 30s. Yeah. Because if I fall, leave me there.
1: (laughs) Go on with Charles Knight. I'm about to have a life alert at this point. Like, that's where I'm at. But that's my life on top of. Cheerleading is a safe space for me just because of.
0: I have to juggle cheer life. In my personal life. And, and I was going like, to ask that I'm just like, by not that I'm being nebby or whatever, mm-hmm. I am one of the lucky ones. I get to be in the close friend. Period. Um, shout out <laughs> to my people and my close friends. <laughs> um, but I feel like you're on the go. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, I love saying that we're book black and busy, but sometimes it's not always that great to be book black no. and busy. Okay. And I, I'm sure this is like, like my new hobby now is like, Working out, like mm-hmm. I, I feel like, and it helps with like while I'm looking for like a therapist and stuff like that. It does help with my mental health. It has been like the last year has been a roller coaster for me. It's been good, right. bad, and mm-hmm. in, in between all kinds of things. So like balancing working your social life, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like, do you feel like chairs like your safe haven?
2: Mm.
0: Yes and no. I feel like.
1: If there's something... Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like cheers always these rainbows and sprinkles because, one, the people that I work for and coach with, we are very close. Like, extremely close. So we've been friends for over a decade. Like, the one girl that owns the gym, she's from sport, and we grew up... Like, I... These are people I consider, like, family. But on top of that, I see them more than, like, my actual family. And sometimes, like, you know, when you just get tired of people, they don't mm-hmm. have to do anything, but they can just rub you the wrong way. And, two, they don't understand I, they they have empathy but they're the type of friends that they know if somebody hurt me or if i'm dealing with something like i wear my emotions on my sleeve and if i'm upset about something in particular and they they all know they are like i'll kill him or i'll kill like they're very just right. like get over it he will yes it the same way like they're very just like, a, you deserve, to, like, they hate to just see me in this, like, bubble. And, like, sometimes I can't be in my bubble because I have to be present for my kids at practice. Right. They when they're a good coach. Absolutely. And that's coach. Thank you. Thank you. I do be yelling sometimes, but it's okay. Um, I give them hugs afterwards and, like, candy and send them off. But the thing is, like, I have a day job, too. So, like, I'm dealing with that. But, like, I can detach from my day job when I come home. It doesn't carry with me. But... Things that are in like my head that I don't talk about often will weigh me down. And that is physically impossible to do and coach when my kids are looking at me and we got a competition in two days, Susie's sick, somebody's hurt and I'm like just being a bitch. Cause I'm hurt. right. And it's just, it makes me feel awful. And I even do that to like my friends and my family. I'll just like literally like, I'm not leaving the house because I'm so depressed about this situation that I physically cannot leave and i don't want to be a negative nancy so i'm just sit right here but then people see like well you're always at cheer but like that is a job like i do get paid to right. coach um and that is a big priority for me right now because it is competition season you got bills to pay i got bills to pay and i got to stay afloat on top of all of this so
0: yeah that that's a lot for me but here we are and you're balancing it well. Yeah. I hate it when people are like, "Oh, well, I see you doing this and do it." There's a thing called managing your depression. It doesn't. Absolutely. It doesn't mean like not everybody copes or deal with depression in the same way. We still have to fucking work. Right. I, can't I wish. Really fall off. Yeah. Like and granted, like with my job, they understand. I'm on a team where I'm like, I'm not. I'm not feeling it today. I need a couple hours. I'm going to be offline. Like tomorrow, I'm taking a self care day. Mm-hmm. I have to. Like I have so much shit going on, and granted, I don't have like. Everybody has different personal healths, right. you know what I mean, or things that they need to do. Like, I don't understand your struggle, or I won't understand Bree's struggles completely, but I can contest to it at least. Mm-hmm. I can understand, and everybody deserves time for themselves, even outside of their hobby. So I absolutely hate it when people are like, "Well, I saw that you were at work, or you were at a or planning an event. I saw you edit this or do that." Right. I still gotta make fucking money. That's the thing. Do you want, in that, if I don't have money, I honestly, like, for me personally, if I'm, like, super broke, it affects my, mm-hmm. it affects my depression. It does. Yeah. If I don't, I like to sure know that my hurting. bills are paid. Yeah. That's one less thing I have to worry about. Yeah. But if I'm not making money or I have to, like, worry about where my next check is, you wanna talk about a fucking anxiety bitch? Me.
1: No, for real. Like, stability is all, like, the thing with that is, like, I, what was I about to fucking say? I took my glasses off now. I forgot. Let me put them back on. <laughs> um, the thing is, I do see a therapist once. Like I'm making time for like myself just because. Like last year, like before, was it last? year? Was it 2021? When, look at me, breathe. Wait. What happened? When was when did all that bullshit happen? Was that last year, twenty twenty two?
2: I guess that was. It was twenty yes, yeah. okay. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it was like Girl, skipped a year. Yes, yeah. okay, so it it's just, hard it's, just... cause it's like we just started this year. Right, so right. I mean, that's like, why I was like, year, wait a minute. But it's not it. So yeah. like
1: I had a I had a time where like mm-hmm. one, I can't just like I don't work virtually like my jobs are I work in a school so I have mm-hmm. to be there so like my PTO when I get that time I'm utilizing it for like if I'm literally deathly ill. Or when I have to travel for a chair, because I leave on a Friday, come home on a Monday, so I need those days. Or, God forbid, an emergency happens. Right. But when I was dealing with, like, the worst situation that happened that year, when all that happened, whatever, I had to take time off, and I felt like such a little bitch. Like, I was so upset with myself, and I'm, like, I'm, like, healing now, and days come by. I'm, like, damn, I'm going to use that day to... Go to Get my nails done. Like. Yeah, you
0: need a break. I don't yeah. care. I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care what responsibilities you have. Mm-hmm. You need a break. I'm sorry. You could be yeah. a pillow princess. You still need a break mentally. I think everybody, do, especially black women, it's black. Oh, my God. Or
2: your body will break for you. Yeah, Absolutely. it
0: really will. No, It will tell you to sit down. It's happened yeah. to me. Yeah. Like, it will tell you to sit the fuck down. So, I... And sometimes I do feel like that if I'm not like up and moving and stuff. Like, but we come from the generations where our moms were working constantly, mm-hmm. and that was bestowed on bestowed us. us. Yeah, so probably. when God grants me to have some kids, I'm gonna be like, take a fucking break. Like we're the generation where we had to leave at 18. Either you had to go and get a job, mm-hmm. or we've been and I've had a job since I was 12, well Damn. 13. Whenever you're allowed your work's permit, and I think you had to be 13 in the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah. And you had to get that little workers' from I've been mm-hmm. working yeah, since then. Working. Then on top of that, going to school, summertime, the last free, complete summer where I didn't have to have a worry. I think I was twelve. Yeah.
2: Wow. I agree.
0: Wow. Where I didn't like work. Now, granted, I didn't have to like pay bills and shit like that until i had my twenties and what I mean, late teens and shit like that. But like, just imagine we've been working. Our and our parents. My mom's been working. I was just saying this the other day. My mom's job. They didn't lay her off her contract. And so essentially mm-hmm. she got laid off. My mom's going to be 60 this year. My mom has been working since she was seven years old. What? Because my grandmother was a seamstress. Mm-hmm. So my mom had to, she's one of the youngest out of 10 kids, her and my aunt in And um, my grandmother Susie was a seamstress, so they had to assist with that and oh, like wow. help with that. And there was a family of 10, so they had to go to fucking work yeah. mm-hmm. and like help with certain things. So I'm just like, you need a break it's cool to be black and busy, the three BBBs, that shit is cute when you're commenting on a fucking Hello. Instagram post. you're tired, busted as hell ass. Yeah, bed. but I, you see, <laughs> I got two busted nails, my <laughs> lashes aren't done, like... I need a fill, Yeah, lashes on Saturday, like I'm trying. Yeah, so you need to take time for yourself, it's still a, like reward yourself, like yeah. every day I wake up, I'm gonna reward myself, whether it's eating a piece of chocolate or maybe taking an Uber to work, the, those little things to mm-hmm. like... Make sure that I'm here and I'm present and I'm still congratulating myself. You have to definitely you know? take care of yourself more than anything. That's the one thing I learned the most. And
1: sometimes shit happens and it makes you, like, it makes you, like, put the self-care and how to love yourself first before anything. Because when I was at my old cheer gym, like, I almost quit cheerleading all together. Like, I almost said, I cannot do it anymore. I got treated so bad and I literally grew up saw all of them the the women. Yeah. I was in her. It was crazy. I like literally grew up there. Like I was the face of that gym, the only black face at the time, whatever. But it put a terrible taste in my mouth, that I was gonna move. But my brothers, I have twin brothers. They just turned twenty, but at the time it was their senior year. I was gonna leave, and as soon as I quit that gym, and I made a post about it, my phone blew up. Like moving to Maryland yet? Because there, there's a gym in Maryland that I love a lot. Uh, I just can't afford to live in Maryland, but. It just happened to work out with the gym that is five minutes from my house. And that, and it's special to me because it's in the Sport, but we have such a big reputation in the cheer world. And I think that is just really
0: cool. It just seems like y'all are doing a lot of great things. We are. And That's stuff. It. But remember to take care of yourself too. So what's new? Like what competitions are like coming up and what places are you, I don't know how to fucking so, like. So <laughs> we just, I just, January
1: was insane. For, well, actually started in December. We were in Kentucky at a competition there. Um, like two weeks before Christmas, and on in the downtime, there is no downtime. Like we're practicing. Like I coach two teams. They practice twice a week. I'm at the gym a lot. Um, so then I had a competition in Indianapolis. Uh, the right after Martin Luther King weekend, like the weekend after, and then I had two local ones here in Pittsburgh. Um, one of our teams is going to Atlanta this weekend, and then the next weekend, one of our teams is going to Dallas. And then I go to Atlantic City. I go to Columbus, and then I go to Disney. <laughs> wow! So I'm on a little cheer tour, and on top of that, I'm just trying to juggle seeing my friends that I never get to see. I haven't seen you in forever. I know. I try to pop out here and there, like I try to be relevant. But then I'll be like, "Damn, I'm tired. I'm gonna just sit right here and watch like period rain, because that's what I did the other night. Period. I was cracking up when you was. That one part, whatever said, he did. where are you motherfucker? And he did this spend, bro. I laugh for 20 minutes straight, but I also live alone. I'm very weird, and I will literally entertain myself. Because I have to, because I'm single, too. So there's that. Ooh, don't you try to put out a mad? If you were looking for it, I'm just kidding. No, that would be really funny, though. No, I don't want none of these. Not here, at least. I told you. day in another city. It's fun. We'll see. You know. I'm just focused on me. I'll be 35 in May.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Time's going fast as hell. I know. I met y'all when I was like 27. Yeah. And y'all were the first like girls that I were like, oh, they're going to be 30. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah.
1: Y'all made me excited for 30. I was 20. I turned 30 in 2018. And yeah. Yeah. That's when I met you. Wow. Yeah. Life yeah. is crazy. It is zooming by.
0: Well, what do you want to like do? Um, cause you were explaining that kind of like earlier and you don't have to get into like yeah, what we were yeah, talking yeah. about, but like. What do you really want to do? Like, do you want to, like, open up your own gym one Hell day eventually? No. Or chair little girls on the side and just be, like, a speaker maybe even. Because I've seen that, too. I've seen, like, chair speakers like, mm-hmm. that come to the conferences and events yeah. and things of like that. Like, what do you... Or it might not even be chair. Let's... What if you had... Could pick anything. If somebody was to grant you... you could do whatever. What's your ideal position? Honestly, like, probably content creating. Because what did you go to school for?
1: Communications and journalism. Same. Same. Yeah. I, like, wanted to be, like, a news anchor so bad. I went to, like, WTAE, got a tour because some guy from my church, like, worked there. And I got to, like, see, like, the studio. And it was, like, so cool. But, like, you watch the news. There's a whole bunch of old-ass people on there. Like, they've been on the news forever. And, like, it's hard
0: to, like you're not missing anything i was on no. jet 24 in airy for six months how was that um they want to rule you They you have a contract and this is before when i was doing that that was 2012 so this is before body positivity was like big mm-hmm. big it was mm-hmm. just becoming right like a thing where they were like you see a one or two plus size models yeah. like you know there might be upgrades at fashion i mean at um forever 21 i think fashion nova just started to make shit low-key mm-hmm. like back then it wasn't big and they didn't i think it only went up to xl and shit like that so that. this was a time where you know and i've always been you know even outside of being up in a, a white area i've always been like in tune with myself mm-hmm. and i've always like wore braids and i you know but i was wearing wigs here and there too mm-hmm. i wanted to get braids and they were like no because mm. they own you they own your hair they own your concept well, can you maintain your weight? And I've always been big until, like, I've even now, even after my little thing, mm-hmm. I've I've always been big. So you're not going to control. And that's when I was very rebellious. I'm just getting out of my teenagehood. Yeah. And it's bad enough that y'all are paying me fucking sticks and stones up in this bitch, and I so couldn't dangerous. regulate. So when my um internship ended, I my contract ended as well, and I'm still a, I was a junior reporter and interning too. I was like I can't do this and that's when I just started doing social media because social media mm-hmm. like Instagram started just up. started so I just was like I'm going to fake this shit until I make because Edinburgh wasn't teaching us no right. one was learning about social media no. we just had MySpace and Facebook but the marketing aspect of it wasn't going I just taught myself and when I went to DC I was like I'm going to be like a social media girl and do content yeah. and all this kind of stuff so I will say when you're talking about what you want to do it's I'm not saying it's easy to get into but it's mm-hmm. very
1: reachable that's what I'm thinking, and I'm not like, like I'm really into like curly hair, and I love talking about my hair, and I, I just think it's, it's something that I'm very personable about, and I'm fucking funny, first of all. If you don't know me, I'm actually really funny, so there's that, just putting that out there. But it's also like a, I talked to my therapist about this. Like, there's so much around me, but it's I'm like inside this little box where everything's like a plexiglass, and I'm like looking, I'm like I'm too scared to do it, like. There's so many things in my life that I've been so afraid to do because like how you said you've always been very sure of yourself, I wasn't. Like I was that girl, I went to the Catholic school, like you're not, I didn't want braids. Like braids. I didn't want braids. I honestly, I didn't know I had curly hair until one day I couldn't buy a perm because I didn't have enough money to do it when I was up school, like Slippy Rock. I didn't know I had curly hair. Like I didn't know any of these things about myself and it wasn't until I met my college friends who were my roommates who were... To me, like, they were funny like me. They were the most beautiful black girls I've ever seen. And they were, they made me want to be better, like, for myself because they were so uplifting. Like, I used to not wear certain things. Like, I used to just, like, want to hide everything. And I was, like, skinnier back then. Like, I like when I was, like, junior and senior year, I lost a lot of weight because I was doing track, basketball, and cheerleading.
0: Yeah, but you're not, we were just talking about this the other day. And I love my good high school friends, my mm-hmm. elementary friends, but they didn't look like me. Right. No one was big. No. No one was even tall. Right. My good girlfriend, Kate, and my good girlfriend, Kristen, all under five foot 3 Mm-hmm. And there was nobody tall even in my school. And then on top of that, I'm black. Right. So, and then I got this accent. I'm coming from Pittsburgh. Our accent's hard as fuck. Right. And no one looked like me. So, when I went to college, I'm still what they like to call whitewashed. Even if that was me. That is still me. Absolutely. I never, white people didn't make me, that's just me. That's the type of music I was listening to. I come from a different like backgrounds with music in my household, all those kind of things. So I hate when people are like, you're talking like, no, I'm Kia. And this is how I (laughs) fucking talk. Right. And you might think it's whitewashed, but that's you. Right. So I always hated that shit. I never deemed that stuff. And when I say that I was sure of myself, my mother made sure of that. Now I have my moment. Back when I was, like, going to an all-white school and stuff like that, I was like, I wish I had hair like that. Yep. But like I said, once I got to college, I was surrounded by even more white people. Now, granted, it's different white girls that were exposed to black people, and I was still, like, learning through that. But baby, when I got to D.C., yeah, everything fucking changed for me. I was very, like, power to the people. <laughs> very, like, learning about yeah, my hair. Yeah, I was still wearing yeah. wigs and stuff like that. But once I got down there, and then I was doing bottle surgery, like, I became even more... Sure of it. So I just I know that feeling of not mm-hmm. seeing people like you and like especially when it came to dating. Oh my god! And mm-hmm. stuff like that. And when I went to DC, I was like, oh, it's maybe I need to go to DC for. That's a what I'm saying. in, <laughs> like other go go. Right. Or it's I always,
1: always say I'm going down south because I'm not appreciated up here. Like I've, but I've dealt with like how you're feeling. Like I, but I wasn't rebellious with it. I was always like, I'm. I was all yes. I was always the tallest out of my friends and i just always remember like little remarks made about me like she's tall as fuck or she's big like things right. like that that like people have said literally in 1997 and like i'll never forget it like i'll never forget how it made me feel and how i tried to like diminish myself and i try to
0: make myself seem like but now they all want you. want you i mean but say what happens yeah like i was telling the girls the other day shout out to my sixth grade teacher miss texter She's she's the reason why I travel. She's the reason why I don't got no kids right now because I always like looked up to her and she was my sixth grade teacher. And I remember like the boys would always make fun of me because mm-hmm. like I got my period. I started that in like the fourth grade, so I was already ahead of all my friends. But then I'm already street smart because I'm I lived in the hood right. down here. I'm already like more street smart. And she's like you'll grow into your body. Mm-hmm. Everything will work out, <laughs> baby. Everything worked out after twenty five. So. Well, I'll say, my, my peak's a little later, too, but yeah. Yeah, peak, yeah, 25, and you go through that second puberty, and things start to stick. Mm-hmm. And now, I look back, and I was, like, at my skinniest weight, and I'm like, I thought I was fat then. I literally that was doing this kiss. last night, looking at pictures, like, bro, what? <laughs> and I thought I was, and that would be the lowest I ever weighed in my whole entire life, and I was like, I thought I was fat then. wearing a size 10 pants. Like, <sighs> I said, where? I have no ass, though. My
1: butt no came ass. out of nowhere, but, like, Unfaithful. it's hereditary. So, yeah, I, that was coming. I'm thankful yeah. for
0: the second puberty. Yeah. But, like, where can we find you? Like, just in case you start the con- You should start it. Even if you're doing chair. I would yeah. say, I don't see a lot of black women. And maybe my algorithm is mm-hmm. not. I'm sure there are a lot of black women that are out here, like, doing the coach thing. But mm-hmm. I feel like that would be something not a that bigger, you can yeah. piggyback off of mm-hmm. and, like, start so where can people find you just in case you take that leap which you should well with the content creating thing yeah and we'll well, the, yeah well either way even with chair even like one day where rain might not be forever right, you might want right. to do your own thing so Absolutely. where can people find you just in case i mean
1: right well right now i'm just banking it on that rain is working out for me and if right. it doesn't like that's probably a chapter of my life that I will close and that will have to just pursue something else like i will just Saying to them before we started, I feel like, I mean, I'm 34, I, I'm single, I don't have any kids, but I feel like sometimes with my busy schedule, maybe cheer is hindering me. And I'm not talking about in Pittsburgh. I'm talking about me actually being able to up and go, right, and be free. Where like, you know what I mean? Um, before I went to rain, I was going to move to either Maryland or Atlanta because there's two big cheer gyms at Bo- or North Carolina. So there's gyms that I wanted to like go to, but it, it's not like a, a working guy a target like there's targets everywhere it's right. not like picking it up and going it's very cheerleading is a very personal sport and like I want to be around people that feel like family and not just giving me a paycheck or like don't see my value as a coach especially since I'm a black coach there's not many of us at all so that's what I'm saying I yeah. feel like
0: if you started the content creation and like what's your name on TikTok Twitter is it or if it you want brownie? people to follow yeah, you
1: yeah brownie three M's brownie with a Y um but I spell it for the people, because sometimes... Y'all niggas can't spell Uh, M-M-M-B-R-O-W-N-Y. Mm, brownie. My last name is Brown, so that's why people are like, what? Is your
0: name on that? on
1: don't Mm-hmm. Brownie on the also, yeah.
0: Oh, Brie, where can we
2: find you? Uh. She had two I might different change. ones. I'm, I have two <laughs> different ones. I
0: might change. Brie, Real- over
2: here, relax. I hope <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I wish y'all could see how little she is. So <laughs> I, uh, I feel like bro right now. Um, I'm on Instagram for now as eat dot dot trap, and then I'm also on there as Sweet Little Eats. That's my baking uh business, and that's just S W E E T L I T T L E E A T S. Sweet little. Eats. You know, sometimes niggas say not graduate.
0: Make it all. Hey, listen.
1: Yes, we can all right, be able to check.
0: I can't. What's the There's a restaurant. Before we wrap up, there's a restaurant called. La pa la pa something like that. well I got a speech in mind. Oh, I can't. La pa la what?
2: Exactly. In the strip.
0: No, no, no. It's it said, uh on the south side? Oh, the yeah. one across the street from the. From the south. Side.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, because la pa la la, la la Yeah. Now we went. Oh. Yeah, your little friend Oh. Back on the <laughs> south side. Anyway. <laughs> It's right on the corner. Yeah, like leg-ish. it's yes. bombshell. Yes, it is good. I did. I did. Good. We have a cute little. little yeah, they have a cute
0: little patio in yeah. the back. Uh huh. La papa. I couldn't pronounce it, so it's okay. But I call them and have them say it for me. La papa la. La. It's la. Well, look. I'll show you once we get done here. But thank y'all for coming. Thank Thanks y'all for. for Anytime I told you, it's very soothing here. It's it very is. just one with the earth, but um yeah make sure to follow us at girls running shit on all platforms outside of twitter where girls running Shit because they try to censor us make sure to follow us on soundcloud spotify apple music we're even on google Podcasts at girls running shit and then make sure you go to the new and improved website at girls shit.com where you can keep up with all the events that we have coming up trust me there's a lot of new things that i can't discuss right now that you guys want to tune in for and i want to thank my special guest jasmine and miss Bree, the blast from the past for coming back on the show and yeah so thanks for listening and we'll be back soon